you tell the people why should they vote for you as I am I know you're a good guy an honest guy straight shooter why should the people viewing this or listening to this vote for Paul Westcott and you're running for uh, hospital district uh, there's no pay involved in this this is an altruistic effort to uh, protect our, our county and protect our, the people and have the uh, have the hospital do its right exactly what does a trustee do Trustee, uh, the hospital district is created by statute, and uh, it has uh, an overarching responsibility uh, to take to elevate the the quality of health care in the community. At least that's the way I read the statute. Yeah. Uh, and then there are two subsets to that. One is uh, allocating uh, tax dollars to various entities, such as. Um, uh, Treasure Coast Community Health, uh, the VNA, Meals on Wheels, those entities that they that the board feels are uh, within the um, calling or mission of the uh, of the district and, and improving the quality of, of medical services in our community. The other half of the job, as I see it, is uh, administrating the hospital, at least having responsibility for the quality of care being provided through the hospital. And, and that's been the focal point of my my uh, campaign. Is Cleveland Clinic could clearly be doing better. I, I'm, I'm assuming that they would want uh, patient satisfaction to be better than what it is. That they would want morale to be better than it is, and that they would want to have a better relationship with the local physicians that seem to be fleeing our community. So um, uh, I've just been watching the situation and, and feeling that, that the skill set that I have as a lawyer, as a mediator. Uh, on the various boards that I've served in the past, did I have something to offer the community and, and really want to work to uh, improve the, the the three areas that I've identified primarily, and and also looking for unique ways to uh, find organizations that can impact our community on the on the tax spending side as well. But primary focus is is, is the hospital. Yeah. So so what specifically do you want to do? Well, um, the, the first aspect, we need to find out why things are going on. For instance, why do we have a revolving door uh, of, of employees? Um, and, and that's going to involve data collection uh, from the staff who have left, uh, who were there. Um, uh, I, I will say that, that those that I've spoken to uh, that are working at the hospital, there is a certain level of fear um, of retaliation. Um, so we're going to have to explore ways to uh, safely hear from the, the uh, very dedicated workforce there at the hospital to find out um, what it is about the, the uh, methodology um, uh, that, that is making it uh, an undesirable place to work and, and identify those areas and, and work on them. Um, uh, the, the, uh, I know one of the issues is this, the staff doesn't feel like they get heard on very many things um, is one topic that, that has come to me. Um, on the uh, 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 quality of care, um, really, you know, the, the, the phone is a, is a common complaint. The, the, you can be on the phone for an extended period of time attempting to schedule an appointment. That seems like a fairly straightforward fix. Um, look at the number of lines accepting the calls and, you know, provide a broader uh, capability of, of receiving the calls. Um, 
So uh, it seems kind of minor and trivial, but 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 uh, I've heard of people waiting, you know, like I said, hour and a half, two hours uh, to try and schedule an appointment. That's just not acceptable. Yeah. Um, and uh, what about the um, what about the doctor that they fired uh, because he was uh, you know he he just wasn't pro. Uh, well, was he a general practitioner? He was a young guy, I think, in his late thirties, and uh, a very are nice. You, are you, huh? Are you talking about Doctor Pasca? I, I don't know. It's a young guy. I ran into him somewhere. I forget and found out that he was fired because he was anti uh, anti vaccine. Yeah, um, and and he's a, he's actually kind of a poster child, if you will, as to why employees might not feel safe in talking about things at the hospital. He uh, uh, was called to testify before the House committee last year on the vaccine mandate statute that was passed and um, on his way home i believe it was uh, or shortly thereafter he received a call from the management of cleveland clinic uh informing him that he may have violated the policy that they had with regard to um uh, such acts speaking publicly without their written permission i listened to his testimony i read the the reference in the uh, personnel manual i didn't feel that he had violated it um, there was some communication with the hospital about whether or not he had uh, violated it. They, they um, scheduled um, a meeting. I think it had to be scheduled twice. Uh, and during that delay, uh, the meeting finally took place. And rather than talking about the possibility that he violated the uh, uh, personnel manual, they told him that, well, we found this provision in the contract that, that says uh, we can give you 90 days notice and terminate you without cause. And, um, and yeah, but and it sounds they, it sounds like it's a scare tactic. I mean, yeah, well, you're you're an attorney of law, isn't there? Some, I mean, what what kind of law do you practice, by the way? Well, I, I'm a full time mediator now. Um, my background was. Uh, workers' compensation defense, representing employers and insurance companies. And, and in that capacity, uh, I had involvement with personnel and, and uh, employment law issues, as well as um, uh, medical case management. As a, as a lawyer and workers' comp, you really need to understand uh, the, the medical side of these cases because uh, they'll, they'll be around for several years and you're assisting your clients in managing medical care. Um, so, uh, the, you know, there's a specific statute that does uh, provide that if, if you're a whistleblower, um, uh, you have protections. Um, uh, but unfortunately for, for Dr. Posca, we're a right-to-work state as well. And um, the argument would have been I did not represent him in terms of the actual dispute that took place. He had, uh, I think, someone else helping him. But the difficulty was he had signed a contract. Um, in order to work there, you have to sign their, their contract. Mm -hmm. um, but he had signed a contract that gave them the ability to terminate him without cause, so long as they gave him 90 days notice. So they, they gave him a 90-day severance, uh, as I understand it, and, um, and had him stay home. And, and that was that. And it's a pretty clear... Well, I, doubt, I doubt they would have given him the job, job had he not signed it. So in, in a sense, isn't that, co isn't that coercion of, of sorts? There is a coercive quality. And, and, and as, a, as a member of the hospital district, we need to ask, how does that serve our community? So let's, let's, let's make something a little more nefarious, potentially. That there's something going on at the hospital that the, the district, the, the trustees, ought to know in order to prevent from happening. And all of the employees that work there know that there's a hammer hanging over their head, uh, that they could lose their job, that they yeah. could, uh, you know, this is, there's, a, there's a whistleblower statute clearly on the books that, um, you know, for Dr. Pasco was obviated, was removed, 
because of this contract provision. Um, so, uh, you know, one has to wonder is how dedicated is Cleveland Clinic to our community as opposed to Cleveland Clinic? Um, well, I mean, Paul, Paul, I mean, you know, let's, let's put from my point of view, the hospital and I, prior to these guys coming in, had a 23-year relationship. The CEO frequented my show. I went over there to, to physically bring my equipment and interview doctors, even in the uh, even outside the rooms of surgery. They would take me on tours. We had a great relationship for 23 years. These people came along, immediately canceled all advertising with me and Vero's Voice magazine, and you know, a lot, like me or not, I mean, I've been on the air so long that even the people that don't like me listen to me. You know that. And mm -hmm. so I'm connected to the community. It's why all the politicians, people that are running for offices, we're stacked up until noon today, till noon tomorrow. It's, it's crazy because they know that the people, we may not have the biggest listenership or viewership, but our readership of Vero's Voice magazine, the people listen to the show, are the people that actually go and touch the buttons, pull the levers, or whatever else we're doing these days to vote. <laughs> right. Uh, but anyway, so, um, and, you know, they, they had no—I mean, why would you not want to be connected to the guy that's the guy that's been on the air for 28 years? It's, it's, it's very suspect. Like, we don't give a damn. We're here, and we really don't care about connecting with your community. I mean, they've shown that by—we by, have dear and trusted doctors— uh, and you know, and I can't say who. I guess in a court of law, but I was—I uh, guess I would have to speak up. But you—you you would be shocked how many doctors have come up to Red Palmer, the talk, and say, "Red, you can't say this, but I want you to know." And um, I've had those conversations too. I've had those. And 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 you know, uh, Mark. One of my favorite Mark Twain quotes is, "An expert is someone from out of town." And and there's <laughs> yeah, and true. and you know, so we have Cleveland Clinic coming from out of town. Yeah. And almost an awestruck quality among the leadership um, of, oh, it's, you know, which is a mistake. You know, um, uh, as a lawyer, I cross-examine experts. Well, let me I ask you this. They, they paid a hundred. To get to, to, yeah. to, to what's best. And, and oftentimes our local uh, representative uh, want to defer to experts. And we don't defer to them. We consider them. If you're going to be in leadership, the buck stops with you. And as a result... You, you consider what they have to offer, but ultimately the decision and the responsibility rests with the elected official. Yeah. And I think yeah. too too often it's it's deferring to the All right. experts. Listen, we're, we're out of time. I'm sorry about that, but you know what we can do? Let's let's uh, let's find out what your schedule is like. Maybe at eleven thirty or twelve o'clock today, you can pop in here again, or we can uh, talk to you on the phone and do a sure. delayed broadcast. We'll sure. work something out. Uh, okay, but tell tell me, you have thirty seconds. Why should I vote for Paul Westcott for hospital trustee? Because I'm going to. Uh, uh, work toward having the district have oversight over the hospital so that it provides better service to the community, the, its patients, the local physicians, and provides a better place to work for the employees so that we do not have a revolving door. Uh, that is a drain financial and Cleveland Clinic, and they should want that. They should want to have a better relationship with the community All right. and more satisfied patients. Let's so, talk Let's talk later on. You know you have my absolutely. vote. I'm going to be voting you. for you. I'm going to be voting for Jad, and I'm going to be voting for Igor. Amen. Thank you. Okay. All God right. bless you. Talk Thank to you. you later. Yes. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye.